this could be the Christmas 2023 where you say yes to Jesus and you know him as all of those things. That, that inspired me and I hope you take that away with you. And our theme this Christmas is Jesus, the eternal light. And so we'll be referring to light quite a lot in this morning's short message. But has everyone enjoyed the build up to Christmas? It doesn't matter which tradition that you've grown up in, I think there's a sense of expectancy as Christmas comes around. And I think it's the opportunity to give rather than to receive that creates all the excitement, doesn't it? The opportunity to be able to give. We think to ourselves, you know, what, what can I do this Christmas? What can I give this Christmas time that'll maybe meet a deeply felt need in someone's life, give them some joy to bless them, and that's all good. But the most important thing about a gift is that the gift expresses how much we really care about someone. What does the gift say about us? Amen. I was reading an article this week about school teachers. Who's got primary school kids who are especially fond of taking their teachers' gifts on the last day of school? I read this article and the teachers were, were claiming that although they're thankful for all the wee gifts they receive and they enjoy them, they believe it's just as meaningful, even more important than the gifts when those kids come and say, thank you. Thank you for all you've done for me this year. And they receive that genuine gratitude. It's better than any gift, better than any present than they can receive. And I think there's a nod in that towards saying, the gift is great, but who gave the gift why did they give it? How did they give it? All of these things is the part of it that makes the gift so special. Amen. And so um, gift giving is a wonderful time. We spent some time with family yesterday evening, and uh, we had family up from down south, and we had a chance to get together. And so we, we just went straight to gift exchanging, and um, that just brings happiness. It brings the family together in unity and harmony. And then when someone opens a particularly impressive toy, <laughs> there's lots of oohs and ahs, you know, all of this kind of thing going on. But it's the, it's the joy in people's faces that makes it all worth it. It's when you see their hearts like, oh, and this is amazing. And this Christmas, we always say, God crowns the year with his goodness. But this Christmas is a time to remember how good he's been to us this year. His faithfulness. You know, some people have come through very tough times this year. This lady lost her husband suddenly. Sometimes the most unexpected things happen to us. Um, at the most, you know, difficult times. Like, why did it have to happen now? But God walks with us through the tough times. And we have to remember that we would have no hope if he hadn't sent Jesus to be born to bring us light and life. We would have no hope. The tough times would be even tougher without hope. And we've got hope, amen. And so this Christmas, if you haven't done so already, maybe it's a time to grab your Bible and to go to the Gospel of Matthew or Luke are particularly good and to read the story 
of the nativity, to read the build-up to that time when Jesus came for us. Amen. And we can ooh and ah at the events of Advent. You know, I think about the events of Advent. I think it was, how, how on earth did this all happen? It was like it defied possibility that Jesus could be born in a natural sense to a, a virgin, to a young virgin mom, and to be um, conceived by the Holy Spirit. And so many impossible things, miraculous things happened at around that time. It's good to read that. But these miracles paved the way to a promise. And you know what? When God gives us a promise, he never reneges on that promise, never takes it back again. He doesn't break a promise. I've broken lots of promises. I've broken my word many times. But God never breaks his promise. When when he gives his word, his word is sure. You can trust it. And even though you may be tempted sometimes to give up on trusting, just keep on trusting. Keep on trusting. Don't give up. So you'll never take that promise back. And Jesus was a promise that was kept. He was the promised son of God, came to earth, came so that he could give his life for all of us so that one day we would be able to choose life and to choose eternity. And so, thank God for choice. Thank God that he never forces us to do anything, but he gives us free will and choice. And so, we thank God for that. So many impossible things, well, they looked impossible, but if you go to the word in in Luke chapter 1, I'll read from verse 35. The angel answered her, this is Mary, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, this was her relative who was considered barren and unable to have any more children. She was six months pregnant. (laughs) So Elizabeth, who was called barren, is pregnant for with God. Nothing shall be impossible. Nothing shall be impossible. You know, the movie we just watched was full of the message of who Jesus is. And you might have noticed it made quite a bit of reference to light. I love the light in that, in that, in that video. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2, it says that the people who walk in darkness, spiritual darkness, will see a great light. Those who live in the dark land, the light will shine on them. So there is talking about people that are spiritually unable to see and things are dark. And Jesus came, the light of the world. He came to illuminate life so that we could see that we were never before able to see, we could see, amen? The light shines, it still does, and it will continue forever. In fact, one day, by the grace of God, when you're standing in heaven, the word says that there will be no more need for the sun or the moon, because the light of heaven will be Jesus himself, the Lamb of God. 
That blows me away. <laughs> blows me away. They don't need the sun and the moon. Thank God for the sun and the moon. He is the father of lights and he put every one of them there. He set them all in place and we get, um, depending on what line of latitude you stay, you get less or more sun at different times of the year. But the sun and the, the stars, there's variation in that, but there's no variation in our heavenly father. The seasons change and the sun goes, the earth goes around the sun and, and everything moves and everything has its times, darkness and light, but God never changes. And so in James 1.17, this is a verse I'd like to share with you and I'd like you to hold on to it for the rest of Christmas time. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. That verse, in a few words, assures me of the character of God. And I want to explain to you quickly how it does. Number one, He is the giver of good things. And it's because He is good. He is love. His character is good. And all the resources that he has come from a good storehouse. So every good and every perfect gift culminating with Jesus Christ comes from him. It all came from him. Amen? And so, you know, in Matthew, there's a verse there. My dad's very fond of using this one, actually. Matthew 7, verse 9. This is Jesus telling people, about asking, seeking, and knocking. If you've asked and you've sought and you've knocked, don't give up. Keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking. What man is there among you if his son asks for bread, will you give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a snake? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those that ask him. It just, ex it just explains there and gives us the assurance that he's ready to give and bless the people that love him. He wants to bless you with good gifts. Amen? You know, I know God has us in mind. You know, when you're thinking about buying someone a gift, like if I was buying Lewis a gift, I'd think, right, okay. I would want to get Lewis something that he would be able to use and that he would value, and that he would look after. But I would be like, what does Lewis really need? And you know what? God knows what each recipient really needs. He knows your life. He knows what you really need, and he adapts his gifts to give to you for what you need in season. Some of us have had an amazing year. I know, I know that there have been challenges, but some folk have had the providence have known the providence of God this year in a huge way. God is no respecter of persons. He is not a respecter of persons. If we ask, will, if you ask for bread, will he give you a stone? No. He'll give you what, what we ask for. We've got to believe that. You know, if someone, that's in, if someone is infertile, what do they need? They need fertility for a child. Amen? For someone that's lost and undone and in deep depression, what do they need? They need a rescuer. They need a savior to grab them and to lift them up. Amen. So what, is, what else does that verse say, say? 
It says there, every gift comes down from the Father of lights, which is above. So his gifts are divine. They're not earthly gifts like we give to each other, earthly gifts. His gifts are divine gifts. And you know what? If you think about it, all of the good things we enjoy and that the world thrives off, where do they come from? They come from above. The sun gives us heat. It lights, the, it lights our day. And I, f- I forget high school biology, but I think in plants, if it wasn't for photosynthesis, <laughs> thanks, Gail, if it wasn't for that, you know, the plants couldn't grow. The rain that comes down that's filtered in the atmosphere and that rains down refreshes the earth. All of this, all these good things, even in a natural sense, come from above. Amen. They come down from above. So if our ordinary lives that we know are supported by the good things which come from the higher parts of the earth or from the sky, how much more should our immortal lives, our souls, how much more do they need to be nourished and enriched by some source? And where is the source? It's above. It's above us. Amen? From the, you know, God is the author of every good and perfect thing. Amen? And so he says, I'm the author of everything good, and I'm sending above everything. I'm sending Jesus, my son, so that you, from above, he left heaven and he came to earth. He gave it all up. You know, he exchanged robes of righteousness for just ordinary swaddling clothes, for just the ordinary clothes of of the time. He exchanged all that and came to earth. Amen. And so God sent Jesus because he wanted us to put our faith in his son and for our souls to be saved. Amen. And so God in Proverbs 22, it says, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow with it. The blessings of God come from above and he doesn't want and he doesn't intend to add any sorrow to his blessing. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. You know, he created, he's the father of lights. So everything comes from him whether it be natural light that we see and we can observe or spiritual light. He's the father of light. He created the galaxies, the universe. He put everything in its place and in motion. He's the light of all knowledge. He is all the light of wisdom. He is all the light of, of, of faith. He's all the light of hope. He is all the light of love. He's all the light of joy. He is all of those things. You know, there's many people who worship um, the sun, the moon, or the stars. But these objects in and of themselves cannot offer anything. They're objects that God has created for the universe to work as we know it. Amen? They can't offer love. They cannot offer peace. They cannot offer wisdom. God did, though, create them with a purpose. And there was one that he created as a guiding star to guide those men from the east to Jesus' side. And I was reading a beautiful book recently, an ad- a, a true adventure, Ernest Shackleton in the Antarctic. And those men, I tell you, 
they, they for days, they couldn't navigate where they were going because they needed the sun to poke through the clouds so that their sextant would be able to get a line so that they would know where they were. And of course, in the, in, in the polar winter, you don't get any light at all for months. So God put everything there with a purpose, and this guiding light that he put there drew these men to Jesus' side. And finally, there's no variation or shadow of turning in him. You know, God never changes. Now, there's a lot of change going on around us, isn't there? There's, things are shifting all the time. Um, Mindsets change, opinions change, views change, morals change, philosophies change. Even things that were previously established as fact are changing. Do you believe that? Do you see it around you every day? Everything is subject to change, but there is only one way that will never change, and that's God's way. And when we find His ways, they never change. Amen? So if you're here this morning, and you really want wisdom and guidance for the year ahead, if you're in a present situation that is difficult and you need a way out, you're searching, you're looking for something, if you're concerned about your future welfare and you're finding it hard to make sense of all of the advice and all the plethora of reasoning that's out there that you'll see on your phone and on TV and all these places, take some encouragement from this. Once upon a time, there was a a Puritan minister. Has anyone ever heard of the Puritans? There was a Puritan minister, and he was having a debate with some people. And his friends were looking at him during this debate, and what they were seeing was that he was writing down stuff on a bit of paper in his, in his notepad in front of him. And they wondered what he was writing because he was silent and he was writing. And so afterwards, one of his friends got a hold of this man's papers. And they didn't know what they might find there, maybe some notes to do with the debate. But what the man had actually written was, more light, Lord, more light. Oh, for more light from the great Father of lights. All he wanted was illumination. All he wanted was to know how to go ahead. All he wanted to know was, is there going to be a light in front of me that, can, that I can walk into? This morning, if we want to have more light, then we need more illumination. And God is the Father of lights. And Jesus is the light of the world. In John 1.4, it says, In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word, Jesus, Jesus is known as the Word. The Word gave life to everything, you and me, that was created. Are you a created being? The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the dark, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Amen. 
You know, the darker the days ahead, the brighter his light will shine. And it'll shine through you. It'll be illuminated through you because he wants to live and move and have his being in you. And his being is light. It's love and it's life and it's light forevermore. Forevermore, we often think, what's eternity? Eternity is everlasting. You can never find the end of it. I want to say this morning that everyone in this room, whether you believe it or not, you will live for eternity. Your soul will live for eternity. And God wants you to, to say, I want to spend my eternity with my creator, the God who created me in heaven. And um, that is a special place where there's an unquenchable light. A lot of people might try and put you down and put your light out when you're here, but that light can never be quenched if you believe and you hang on to it. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, For future content, please subscribe. And if anything spoke to you or was relevant to you, please leave a comment. If you want to find out more about the church, how to support the ministry or connect with us, then go to bridge-church.com. So until next time, thank you for joining us and goodbye.